Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is your Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm joined tonight by Big Steve, Scunny, Mike and Manny. We're going to cover that Fulham game, that goal, Emily's Tactics, the Prediction League, Kuna Debate, Questions and General League Chat. Remember, this is an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. Up the Arsenal. Good evening, everybody. It would be unfair not to start tonight without a little mention from Johnny from the North Bank. He's become infamous um, with that song that he started. He's been trying since the start of the season with the Torreira song. And guess what? It's only taken off and it went off big time at Craven Cottage. You heard it in the North Bank first. He talked about it on Guns and Yellow Ribbons first. Well done, Johnny from the North Bank. Good evening, boys. Hello. Five one. Steve, I hear you saying hello to me. Uh, yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Again, good to be back. Uh, yeah, what a game. What a game. <laughs> there, there's so much to talk about of it. And we don't have, in fairness, we don't have that much else to talk about. So we can concentrate on this game and then the second half we can we can look at some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, has Maddie stopped eating yet? Manny? Every week you just have a girl here about <laughs> eating. Every single week. All right. I'm hungry most of the time, okay? If it's not food, <laughs> it's beard. Uh, no, yeah, no. well, the, we, we resolved the beard issue. We have resolved the beard issue. It's not the beard. It's not the beard. But I'm just, I just eat often. I'm on a very strict training program, okay? So you've got to allow me a little bit for a second. It sounded like feeding a fucking. I don't know. I heard oh, a cattle. Stop complaining, okay? <laughs> Honestly, just, what you didn't hear to... what, what you didn't hear beforehand before we started this was it would just sound oh, like crunch, 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 crunch. What are you eating? <laughs> corn. I'm eating corn. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. All right, I have to. Right now, I'm not going to eat. That was the last meal I'm going to have for the day, so I'm not going to eat until about ten o'clock tomorrow. So, you know, very strict diet, very strict regime at the minute. And I saw actually. It, from your uh, Facebook profile, it, this is your anniversary of your graduation from university. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I graduated like five years ago. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it done. was a it was a, a crazy that I got um, a standing ovation from the hall that we were in because I decided to do a funky walk on the way to get my name announced and shaking people's hands and stuff. It was great. It was a great day. I loved it. Steve, you're still at Canterbury, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm still. I'm just just started my third year studying music, Christchurch, Canterbury Christchurch. Yeah. And how how long have you got left? Another year, is it? Or yeah, just just this year. So I should be finished sort of May. And May then time. you're going to be famous. You're going to be a millionaire, and <laughs> you're going to promote Guns and Yellow Ribbons uh, the all over the part, world. Yes, he's would... not 
Oh, Danielle, you idiot. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> my my 23-year-old sister decided to walk through my room. Knowing that I'm recording a podcast, she she thinks these nuts is funny. But These nuts? <sighs> mm, thank yeah, you. so I've got a year, year left. Um, okay. And what? Uh, once you're finished there, then what? What's the plans? Um, I think after after that, I, I mean, I'm getting the degree sort of long term. I want to sort of focus on on teaching. Um, but I think at the, the here and now, I just sort of want to try and make make my living just do you, from music. You, you so. know why I'm asking about this because about music because you write songs. Yes. Yeah, but you have not written a song that has been sung by as many people as Johnny from the North Bank, have you? Oh, um, no. I mean, which is not, qu- not quite good. that. It's not, it's not, that's not quite 3,000 people at Craven no. Cottage going, no, it's Terera, not. However, in, in, in like a, a real sort of business side of things, it, you know, it'd be copyright infringement and plagiarism and he'd probably get sued because it's sort of similar to the Vieira song. And then the Vieira song in itself was a copy and, you know, but let's not get, get into that. At least my song was original. Johnny, you're in the shit, mate. Yeah, Honestly, mate. you're in the shit. <laughs> Whoa, Captain Bringdown here. Come on. <laughs> Give the man a break. But, um, yeah, no, what a, what a chant. <laughs> Right, guys, we've had a little bit of a technical glitch and we're all having a giggle about it. Um, we're going to cover the Fulham game. Um, and listen, why shouldn't we have a smile on our face? Five fucking one. Wow. What a result. Listen, I didn't expect to go to Fulham and lose. Fulham have improved as a side. They spent loads of money to get out of the championship because they were just um, wallowing there, thereabouts in, in, in the championship for a few years. They've got the new owner um, uh, who owns the Jackson, what are they called? Jacksonville Jackson. Jaguars or something. That's it, yeah. And he's the guy who's going to buy Wembley Stadium. He's invested loads of money. He's bought Siri, who was linked with ourselves, Man City, Liverpool and everything else. He's got Seamus, who I referred to last week. What's his real name? Come on, who's going to say his real name? Sherlock? I don't know. Sassignon. Ryan Sassignon. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew what his name was, but I knew you were going to take the piss out of me. So <laughs> You wait, mate, because I've got your match report here. And I've got, uh, I've got your... Uh, Talking points uh, that we normally get off Fergus uh, uh, just before oh, the thing, and it says here um, in the second half, qu- uh, key subs, all attacking players, Gwen Doozy. Could you want to check your spelling on that one? Yeah, that doesn't matter. The spelling is irrelevant. <laughs> in fairness, he's only added an E. He's, he's an only R. added an E. <laughs> yeah, it's Gwen Doozy. <laughs> right, so looking at the game, uh, we had the lineups. Uh, Mustafi uh, was on for Socrates, Socrates was on the bench. Uh, what did you make of that, um, guys? I, I thought I thought it made sense. I, I wanted Socrates to start. Thought he would have done, um, but I thought it made sense considering he'd just come back from injury. Played on Thursday night. Had the long plane journey back. You know they had. You know it was talked about that they had the day off um, of training on the Friday. So I think, yeah, I think it made sense. And you know, luckily enough, Mustafi had a good game next to holding. So in fairness, he. Uh, myself and many others he's a couple of hairy moments but overall he actually had a good game mm. 
Um, the, you're talking about people having a day off because they flew back. Ozil didn't make it. Do you think that was really a back injury? Uh, possibly. I, I, you know, I think, I think he's had you know back injury in the past, and uh, I think a lot of it may have been sort of in the gym when he was bulking up a couple of seasons ago. Um, and he, I think I think it's just a repetitive injury, and I think he's a bit of a bit of a lightweight, bit of a, yeah, bit of a bitch when it comes to his his little sort of pain or whatever. I mean, it might be genuine, but normally he you know he has a strain so often, and it's not a full injury, and then he'll be back, or he was just tired and couldn't be bothered, so. So we'd know Ozil. Say rather a strain than a full injury. At least he's only missing one or two games rather yeah. than seven yeah, or eight. Yeah, yeah. But we'd know Ozil, and we'd know Ramsey on the pitch. And I don't know what you thought, but we were quite free flowing, and we looked like we had eventually connected to what Emery was trying to do. You know, Ramsey came on. We will cover that goal because it needs its own special segment but um in that first half i thought we we're, were quite good you know defensively we're working on it i think we really need to cover on the left back um for monreal because he's we've mentioned before he's, he's just been run ragged playing every game um central defense mustafi were suspect on holding how is he improving manny um i think he's um he fits what Emery wants us to do and how he wants us to play in the sense that he's he's good on the ball and uh he he reads the game um fairly well so he has he has the occasional lapse in concentration um as we saw for the goal and there were a couple of instances as well in the game where he kind of you know let his concentration slip a little bit but i think he I think he he's an Emery sort of defender, um, in the sense that he's a uh, he's very like I said he's very good on the ball. So, and then he's improving as well since he's come in. He's been solid. He has been solid. I think he's he's one of the best English you know centre backs in the league. I'll say that I'll say that comfortably. Um, so no, let, let him keep improving. I'm I'm happy with what I'm seeing from him. And what do you make of Leno? Um, he he seems. He seems like he's bossing it and he's comfortable, bro. Checks, checks, checks. Got to struggle to get back, isn't he? Yes, it? he is. Leno's comfortable. You know what I mean? And he's a good shot stopper. I mean, we saw that from from the chance that we, you know, that we gifted Fulham in the first in the second minute. You know, where you know his weight was going one way, but he still had the presence of mind to, you know, to put his hand up. It was a it was a great save, and he just looks comfortable. I think the defense are responding to him as well. You know, the playing out on the back seems more natural with him. Um, so, oh, oh, yeah, he he looks solid as well. He looks solid. I was talking to a friend of mine who's um, an avid uh, Arsenal fan, um, Mem, if you're listening, because he does listen to the odd one, and he was talking about how Leno he passes the ball to say uh, 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 holding, uh, and he runs not just walks, or but he sprints to the corner of his 18 yard line and stands there covering him should he need to, and then. Terreira drops back, so it, it seems. Uh, have any of you guys noticed that? Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. He'll he'll come and make an angle um, for whoever is he's passing the ball to, which which is great. Which is you know what 
I think Czech doesn't really get because obviously this is all still new to him. So with Leno, he, he's played that style of football before, so he knows exactly what to do. You know, his positioning is really good and he's, he's, he's quick off the line as well. I think there was a, there was a moment, um, in the game. I can't remember who was going through, but Leno's starting position was spot on. I think it was Scherler. His starting position was spot on and he just came in and just cleared it out. It was, it was great. I like Leno. I like him a lot. Yeah, he, he he just he seemed like we were all told uh, told that to expect a ricket from the guy, and from what I see, he's worth every penny. You know, Liverpool paid seventy million for um, Allison. 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 Yeah, um, he's he's not that much far off, is he? Kepa was seventy million. Was he seventy five million? Yeah, Kepa was the most well. expensive, wasn't he? Yeah. And we, we dominated. Got a Sorry, mate. I'm going to say here we have definitely got a bargain in Leno, and he's just going to he's going to more, improve more and more as the season goes on. Czech mm. is definitely going to struggle. And Czech's on his final year of his contract anyway, so you would have, and his age and so on and so forth. So, so I would have expected Leno to come in a little bit later in the season. Uh, I know people would have automatically thought getting 25 million for a keeper, 26 million for a keeper, it's not Arsenal sort of territory of money. Um, that he would have started at the beginning of the season and being number one. But Czech, Emery decided to stick by uh, by Czech and saying, look, you're on form, you're playing well, you played well in pre-season, I'm sticking by you, you know, and, and not changing too much up. Listen, we'll, we'll look at Emery and his tactics and his man management stuff in the second half of this. But looking at the Fulham game, the first half, I think we dominated the first half. Um, we had... Uh, Lacazette's first goal, which was, in my view, very Ian Wright-esque. He took a, uh, a cross in and low down in the box, uh, spun on the uh, spun and shot it in, into the goal. Fantastic goal. Um, the only thing that took a shine off it, because I thought we were doing quite steady, because first half, you would have to agree that we have not really been performing very at our, at our at our utmost tempo and our strongest in the first half of any game so far this season. And we normally try to keep it tight in the first half. Then we come into early into the second half, try to exploit areas that the manager and the assistant manager have seen early in the second half, gain a lead and then defend it. Nacho Monreal and I, I was I'm on several social media platforms and groups and so on. Nacho Monreal got absolutely slated got for giving. He? he got absolutely hounded for giving that ball away. It was an unfortunate uh, pass and a misplaced pass. But he was the guy who not only five six minutes beforehand, uh, maybe actually about fifteen minutes beforehand, had given the assist to Lacazette to score the goal you know he he, he makes one fuck up and people jump up uh, jump on his back I, I just think you know these keyboard warriors need to calm themselves down you agree guys mm. yeah i th- i think if it if it was someone like bellerin that made the made the misplaced pass i think in a sense the internet would have broke oh um if it, yeah if it was you know he's He's not been. Uh, he's he's improved, but he's not been one of our most consistent players over the last two seasons, like Monreal has. And I think to completely jump on Monreal's back after one mistake, which for him is is quite rare, and you know has been quite rare in the last couple of seasons. Uh, yeah, I think it's definitely unfair. 
And, and to be honest, just picking up on what you said there on Bellerin, Bellerin for me is probably one of the most improved player. One, well, not the most because he won't be up, but in there. But Bellerin has vastly improved in what he's been told to do. I think we touched it before on other mm. podcasts in the sense that he's been he's been told to be more a winger. Defensively, he's still a little bit, he needs to sort that end out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more his position and, and when to go forward and when not to. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, he's, he's I, I think he's getting better game by game. Mm-hmm. He needs pushing no. up to be a winger. He's not a defender. But then I, I don't what, think he's got the attacking prowess to be a, an out-and-out winger after either. Watching oh, that no, game, after watching the Fulham game, seriously, he was all over him on that right-hand side. They couldn't keep up with him. They couldn't touch him. Yeah, but could could he could he do that against the likes of Bayern or you know Juventus? Or... Definitely, I reckon. I seriously think he's good. He could if he had the confidence. If he's got if his confidence keeps going on and on, and obviously if we st- we carry on going as we are, winning games, I reckon he'll just improve more and more, and he would be playing better as a winger than he would be a right back. And he's he's playing those low crosses uh, where he's got more control mm. of the ball when he's trying to do those lofty crosses from the corner flag. I was say, what did he get? One he or shit. two assists in this game? Uh, he, well, I know he got one for definite. He got one assist, but he had that that, that, that flick. flick in that goal. <laughs> I was so, just that he had a shot on goal as well. It was a hell of a shot. The well, shot was, was mental. The yeah, shot was brilliant. Well, th- that's where all the the, the commentators were, were, were into the second half. I think now. No, was that after the first goal? Yes, half, I think it was. Second half. Second half. Yeah, it was definitely. That was, second that, half, was yeah. that was Lacazette's second. Yeah, it was in the yeah? lead up to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Lacazette makes that shot. We're okay. We're into the second half. Half time. It's one one. Um, I, I I actually wasn't too disappointed that we were one one at half time, where normally when somebody scores that early. Uh, so that late into uh, a half or just before half time, you go, oh, fuck, that go against us. But with our current sort of second half better performance, I thought, well, no, Emery's going to go in there and, and number two is going to go in there. They're ripping a new arsehole and they'll come out and they'll be up for it. Mm. And they were. It was 49 minutes, I think, when Lacassette, well, just before that, um, as we said, Bellerin took a screamer of a shot. It was a great shot and a stunning save by the Fulham keeper. The commentators were, well, they were having having moments uh, thinking how good the save war, uh, was. And then um, uh, Lacazette, the ball broke to Lacazette and he, he scores. So, fantastic goal. So, we're getting to that point where we're going to talk about... Um, Substitutions, in particular Ramsey. Mm-hmm. You've been, what you've been did you make of that? You've been, oh, I have. Oh, boy, you've been waiting for this one. Go, go on, go on, set it up. Set it up. So, so Ramsey is down by our six-yard line, near the corner flag. We're defending an offensive move by Fulham. He takes the ball. He's surrounded by about three or four Arsenal players and Fulham players. He, he, he's he's in loads of crowd and he he takes the ball he clears it out to i don't know who it might have been holding or something i don't know who the first one who takes the ball it was then was it bellerin, bellerin and bellerin then defended the situation and bellerin gets the ball out to ramsey 
And then Ramsey gets the back, ball back to Bellerin. Bellerin does that that flick. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was and then Ram- passed it, wasn't it, like that, to Bellerin, and then Bellerin, Bellerin flicked it back to Ramsey. Hold on, hold on. We're getting mixed up. So it was Bellerin defends the Go situation, on. gets the ball to Ramsey. Ramsey gets the ball to Lacazette. Well, I don't know what the hell he was doing all the way back there. Lacazette gets it back to Ramsey. Ramsey flicks it over the defender to Lacazette. Lacazette plays it one time to Bellerin. Bellerin plays that flick to Ramsey, who Double takes two, header. two headers, two headers to Mkhitaryan. That's who, it. Who plays that ball? I thought if you know if it wasn't Aubameyang on the end of that ball, I, I think the move breaks down right there and then because I don't think it was that good of a pass. But anyway, luckily it was Aubameyang on the header because like going after that ball and. Ramsey finishes it off. I mean, it was a it was the perfect. He back heeled it, it in. It was a great goal, superb goal, honestly. And match of the day spent how long talking about fuck it? Fuck match Two of seconds. the day. No, no, honestly, fuck match of the day. Honestly, I've got a point about match of the day as well. Alan Shearer made a fucking point, which I was pissed off at. Go for it. He turned around and says Arsenal have conceded in every league game so far. Obviously, he wasn't watching Everton and Watford games, was he? He's what a, a fucking, fucking dick. clown. What silly oh. Geordie wanker! He hates <laughs> Arsenal. You know what? They all like the majority of them do. They Alan all do. Shearer, yeah. um, Glenn Hoddle. Um, who else? Tony Gale. Oh, fuck Glenn Hoddle. Oh my god, these guys—they're they're dicks. Let's go back to the goal, though. What What was good? Oh, sorry, just watching on commentator. Michael Owen praised Arsenal on BT Sport. Man, he did that through. He was gritting his teeth the whole time. Yeah, but that he still him. said it. He still said how how much he enjoyed watching Arsenal today. And how how lardy is he getting? He's cool. He looks. Yeah. Like, he he looks like he likes a pint and a half, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's not. But on commentary. back to the goal, as you said. Back to the what goal. goal. Oh, honestly, the, it, it was Wenger ball. When, when, when's the la- <laughs> When, when, no, uh, when, when, don't don't do that. <laughs> when, when, when is the last time that you saw Arsenal play football like that and counter attack like Crystal that? Crystal Palace last last winter, wasn't it? Really, the Giroud Scorpion. No. Uh, okay. No. Yeah, but I'm talking about a, I'm talking about a total team goal like that was that was like. You had Jack Wilshere's goal against Norwich, which was a, a piece of wonderment by Jack. But this was a whole team goal. It gone from from. If you go back to from we're at a corner flag, and th- ten seconds, fifteen seconds later, they're picking the ball out of the net. When is the last time you saw that? I, I couldn't tell you, bro. No, I couldn't tell you. I've just been thinking now. Yeah, it's 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 been a Thierry while. Thierry Henry, Perez, that is what we used to do yeah. all the time. We used no, to love yeah. when we got a corner. We used to absolutely love when we got a corner because we were at our best on the counter-attack. Well, there. I mentioned on the forum it was vintage Arsenal. It really was. It was. It really was. And then cue the, celebra- cue the, the celebrations and the chants from the Arsenal fans. You know what I mean? Saying that we've got Arsenal back now. Now, that that made people feel a, a certain way. I'm pretty sure we're going to get into it uh, later on. But even I was chanting it in my house. Yeah. Ooh, it felt great. It felt awesome sitting there watching Arsenal actually perform like that, watching every single player, you know, play with so much confidence. It was beautiful to see. I couldn't take the grin off my face. I, was, I literally, and then when the crowd started chanting, we got our Arsenal back. It was like, that's exactly what I was feeling watching that game. It's, I'm, I'm grinning now. 
And what did you make of Rambo's celebration then? Uh, like, um, Steve, you, yeah. you you mentioned something on that. The um, the commentators mentioned it. Martin Keogh mentioned it, and and Owen, um, or oh, sorry, the pundits, and they were saying like, you know, just look at. It was sort of like a real sort of shrug of the shoulders, hands up, like almost, almost like a well, you know, that's that's what I can do. That's what you're gonna get. And it, it was almost, it was almost a bit of like a, a fuck you to to the club. It's it felt. Do you agree with it? Um, kind of, yeah. Especially if the reports are true that they've taken the contract away, and I think a lot of that would have, you know, is to do with Gazidis or whatever. But I think the fact that now there is no contract on the table, and he's come off the bench, and you know, within within seconds, he's you know they've put that goal together. It's, I think he's. Yeah, I think he, in in a sense, he's right to be like, well, you know, that's, that's that's what I can give you. But then, contrary to that, look at the performances where he does fuck all. So I, I I've been at Highbury Emirates, whatever you want to call it. I've been at uh, the Emirates many a time, and uh, especially early in his career, it was sideways, backwards, sideways, yeah. backwards, and never forward. I must admit. He has improved an awful lot. And the season, we talked about it last week, the 2013-2014 the yeah. season when he played 10 games, scored, uh, sorry, played 20 games, scored 10 goals. Um, Killed 10 he's people. Had, uh, <laughs> he's, he, he's had two FA Cup winners. Uh, you know, he, he, has, he has improved. Um, he potentially is a fantastic player. It, 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 do you think it, he can fit in an Emery side or does he need to leave and go elsewhere? Bye bye. Bye Look, for bye. me, if he did that 90% of the time he's on the pitch, then, yeah, you could argue he shouldn't be leaving, give him a contract, but he doesn't. This is probably mm. why they've taken that contract away. Yeah, And it's, and it's where do I you think- play him? Because I don't think he has the the defensive side of his game to to play in an Emery side. He was back at right back. No, no, I, I, no but Lacazette was all the way back. But you're not going to put Lacazette, you know. But that's how, also, I was going to get onto that point. The team seemed to be doing and defending. They're, they're, they're working as a unit. Mm. They're not individuals. They're a unit now. Yeah, I, I, I think I think that that is a big part as to how that goal came about. But I think, you know, as we say, the, ni- the 90% of the time... Outside of that match, how often is Ramsey going to be tracking back and doing the hard graph when we're, you know, on the back foot against Liverpool or City? You know, he doesn't really do it. And he's not a 10. He's not an out and out 10. He's he's better coming coming from deep, sort of going box to box in making those runs into the box. But at the moment, when he's been playing at 10, he just doesn't seem to be in the game as much. So it, it's a tr- no, it's a tricky I, one. I, I disagree actually. with I that. Disagree. He's not a box to uh, box to box person. He can't tackle for that for a shit. No, a sorry, not he box to box. Tackle. I meant I meant he like sort of tackle. play uh, playing like the ball sort of up, and making those runs in the. But I didn't mean box to box, but getting into the box and making those runs in. That's what I'm saying. He's not a box to box. He he doesn't do the hard graft. So in a in an Emery style side, and considering we played four four two on the weekend, as Manny pointed out. Um, would he do that every week if nope. we're on the back foot? I nope, don't think nope, so. Nope. Nope. So, so I, we, I would... Played, um, sorry, Steve. When we played City in the, the cup final, right? And you remember how Gary Neville was having a complete go at us because he was seeing how the majority of Arsenal players were just jogging back when City were attacking. Mm. Ramsey was one of them. And he does that yeah. quite a lot. He 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 say, you, We say he's got a great engine and he gets himself about, but he's also lazy. 
Let's Very be real. Lazy. He he yeah. is lazy. So will he fit in the Emery side where you know you have to you have to track back, you have to do the dirty work? Will he fit in? I don't think so. I don't. No, I don't think. So. I just I I just think when you come along and compare him under Wenger to like at a Wenger game, um, and you're saying against City they track back and they were they were they were, they were lazy and so on. I think that was just a whole thing about the club, the fans, the players. There was a whole melee over the over the club. There's a new feeling about the club. You heard uh, you and I's Red and White Army. You heard We Got Our Arsenal Back. We heard Johnny from the North Bank and his song. Um, we heard uh, everybody's song except for my song. Why didn't I have my song for Aubameyang? <laughs> Why didn't I have my song for Aubameyang? You scored two goals and I didn't get my song. Oh, my well, God. You sound the only like way a going to compete. Oh, I'm going to say, <laughs> stop crying. Yeah, the only way we're going to compete this season, and if we really want top four, is that everybody has got to put the shift in. We can't have these lazy players kicking about anymore. That Everyone needs to put that shift in. Mm. I just don't think Ramsey's going to do think, it every I don't, game. I, I don't think anybody's been given a chance to be lazy. Ramsey was taken off against Watford and Everton. Uh, he wasn't very happy. Um, he was benched. He didn't play out in, in Azerbaijan. He was benched. He was brought on. And he came along and went, there you go. Fuck you. I'll show. And so maybe Emery has got him. And maybe do we go back and talk to him and his agents and say, okay, We'll open open talks again. Would you sign him? Not yet. For another three, four years. See how he plays in the next couple of games if he's playing before anything like that happens. Mm. I wouldn't say the next couple of games. I would say on leading up to right up until until January or even yeah. or even December. Actually, can I can I make a point about Ramsey? All right, and you guys humor me for a second here. Um, with the whole Sanchez and Ozil contract situations, right, we completely forgot that Ramsey's contract was running now at the same time, but the club was so focused on getting the Sanchez and Ozil deals over the line, right? So Ramsey was allowed to, to bide his time and look at the situation. So now that Ozil was signed up and Sanchez left, Ramsey, well, just I'm just speculating here. Ramsey is looking at his bargaining position and he's thinking, you know what? I can run my contract down. I can do exactly what Ozil and his agents did. And maybe the club will bend over and, and, and give me what I want. Right. But what, mm. but what the, Ramsey didn't, you know, foresee was, you know, the club and Gazidis leaving and Raul Sanyehi and all those guys coming in and going, no, you know what? Let's, let's remove the contract and let's see what happens. So he didn't foresee that happening. And if you look, I, 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 I disagree slightly because Wenger did say that this is going to happen more often and he said it 18 months before Gazidis was going uh, and, and and so on. See, I didn't even finish no, I again. blame the old regime for these stupid contract things. No, I do. Yeah, especially letting them running down. For sure. And at the same time, if you look, if you go and do a bit of digging on, on Rose on Rose and Yehi and the way he does negotiations, he has a habit of pulling, you know, like, um, like making the club making the selling club like you know lower their prices and things like that so he has a habit of pulling you know pulling out of deals and and you know driving a hard bargain this could be this could be the same situation here he could just go you know what i'm going to remove this contract here and we're going to see if ramsey really wants to stay so if you really wants to if you really want to stay 250k or 200 grand is off the table let's renegotiate something that's fair maybe that's what's happening uh, yeah. i don't know I, I, L- listen listen F- let's finish off the fulham game then we go into the Ramsey mm. one, uh, um, because 
it's wrong not to like acknowledge Aubameyang's uh, couple of goals. Um, he took them very, very well. Uh, that Ramsey goal, by the way, was 39 seconds after he came on and was the fastest Premier League goal um, by an Arsenal substitution since um, 2007, December 2007. But Aubameyang um, took two great goals. Uh, they didn't sing my song. You are like a child right now. <laughs> didn't sing my song. Aubameyang! Like oh, put your dummy back in. <laughs> He's like a child. <laughs> they fucking sang Johnny's song. They didn't sing mine. Because Torreira oh. is new and everybody else, and he's fresh and, and people like him. That's why. Okay? Like, relax. Put your dummy back in your mouth. Ridiculous. Mm. So, final score, they didn't sing my song, was uh, 5-1 to the Arsenal. Fucking hell. What a result. Um, Man of the match. Mike? Bellerin for me. Steve? Honestly, either Lacazette or Xhaka. What? Pick one. Lacazette. What? What? (laughs) Manny? Um... Okay, so have you picked somebody picked Lacazette? So I'm gonna yeah, go with Torreira Lacazette. Torreira was awesome. Okay, Mike, explain why you pick Bellerin. He had probably the best game I've ever seen him play. I agreed. Without a shadow Steve, of Steve, uh, pick one and qualify. Well, Lacazette and Shaka. No, 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 no. Because he's picked Lacazette. You're just trying to get off mm-hmm. lightly. Shaka. Get him. I I thought I thought in the middle of the park he didn't put a foot wrong. Everything was linked from the back going forward. He, you know, I think he took the captain's armband well. I think apart from the mistake with with Nacho, there was there was so much composure in the middle as well as on the flanks. And I think a lot of that was to do with with how Shaka was connecting the you know the forward line and and the two centre backs. He had Torreira next to him, making uh, making I the was, cleanup. Uh, what, uh, I mean, Torreira made some brilliant forward passes as well and he got into some great areas but I, but Xhaka was so so composed and I think he did a lot of stuff that went unnoticed because of how brilliant everyone else was you know what I, I think Torreira the point about Torreira is very very valid and Torreira does make Xhaka very uh, seem to play and look better mm. and play better um, and you could see that in previous games that you know, it's a partnership back there. So, uh, Absolutely. you know, he deserves some credit sometimes. My my, my judgment is out on him big time. Um, my judgment on Mustafi is totally gone. Um, but he did have a bet- better game. Um, do you want to justify your man of the match, Manny? Yeah, I think I thought Torero was, was awesome. And, you know, his interceptions and the fact that he pocketed Seri, like he wasn't even Seri wasn't in the game. I, I didn't see, you know, what all the fuss was about with Seri, and I think that 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 Torreira was the contributing factor to that. I thought he was awesome. I thought he was everywhere. My favorite player in world football is Kante. All right, and I'm not about to compare Torreira to Kante, but if Torreira can do what Kante does, bro, he's gonna be he's he's gonna be he's already a crowd favorite, but he's gonna be a, like a legend at this club if he stays around anyway. No, you know what? Uh, I do think he's a bit Kante-esque. 
So, um, looking at some of the facts on the game, Arsenal have won 51.5% win rate in the Premier League and London derbies. We've won 124 out of 241. Uh, best in the division, in contrast to Fulham, who've got the lowest win rate in these, where they've got 20.7. They've won 25 out of 121. So, even if you look like they've had half the London derbies, they're still they're still way way down. Uh, Arsenal have won four of their past five away Premier League games, as many as they've won uh, in the past ne- uh, nineteen on the road. Um, but overall, it's just been absolutely fantastic. Lacazette has been directly involved in six. Uh, goals in five starts in the Premier League so far this season. Four goals and two assists. Aubameyang has had his hand in more goals in all competitions in 2018 than any other player at the club. 16 goals uh, and five assists. (sighs) All in all, it's looking pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. And we predicted some scores, didn't we? Oh God! You know, I think before you even before you even go into it, I'm gonna hold my hands up and I made an error. Okay, you listen to me. I, I you know, that I planned that beforehand. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I planned. I planted that earworm oh, beforehand. Whatever. Right. This. This is. Yeah, this is what yeah, was planted yeah, yeah. in my brain beforehand. I completely underestimated um, this squad and what they're trying to achieve in the sense that. You know, they went away to, to Azerbaijan, which is far, right? So I anticipate that, you know, even even the players that were on the bench, I thought that they would have been, you know, a bit tired from all the traveling and things like that. But boy, did they prove me wrong. I couldn't have got that. I think this wrong. team this team has proven us wrong every day, time after time. And we have got two more games before we come to the ultimate test. Uh, look, Palace away is not going to be uh, a, a, an easy game. Leicester at home... I would have thought Monday night, we've got plenty of rest and everything else. I would have thought it's okay. That game is, we've got a long time before football starts again. That game is on the, is it 22nd? 20? Yeah, 22nd. 22nd on Monday night at 8 o'clock. So we've got a long time when we got shit football. But just looking at the league, Manny thought he was running away with it. Um, I predicted to win... Uh, Mike in Boston. Uh, update on Mike and Boston. Um, Boston Ozil is actually uh, in quite a bit of agony. I've been in contact with him. He was. We were meant to record this last night because uh, Mike was going to do it. But he he plays football at a reasonably good level out in America, and he coaches a team out there. And he was playing what he called long soccer, which is obviously full full pitch uh, football. Um, and he's pulled his groin, and he's got a, a grade two groin strain so he is out of action for two to three months for a minimum he is whacked high on drugs at the minute that is Manny you need to get out no I don't no I don't I'm actually I was gonna laugh at him but I've had that before and that is not nice that is not nice no no he he, he's 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 had a, a tough old year or so bits and pieces hence why he's not been on here he's had lots on at work and bits and pieces but now having a groin strain and he just came along to me said to me he said hey dude i'm said i'm not sure if i can do tonight and in fairness it done me a favor because my work was nuts yesterday um 
He said, but uh, I've done, I've, I've done a groin, I think I've done my groin in. He said, I'm going for an MRI, and he's got his MRI. And then he messaged me today, and he said, because I messaged him about something else. And he said, oh, sorry, I just whacked out. He said, I've been in such pain, the meds are strong. In America, they don't fuck about with medic- uh, medication. They just go like, yeah, here you go, the strongest one, especially if you're on, like, a healthcare plan. So, anyway, the, the, the point totals are at the top of the league currently is... Mr. Manny on 14 points, even though he got no points, loser, um, on the uh, Prediction League last week whoa, against whoa, the Fulham whoa, whoa, game. Whoa. Loser. Loser. Who's on top? Doesn't matter. No, he got no, no points. Loser. Who's on top? <laughs> no points. Who is on top? Say Come on, kids. Who's in charge? No, 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 no. That's not the question I asked. <laughs> <laughs> You, I, I did do it in the right order, okay. and I did put you at top of the league okay, currently. Okay, then. Okay. Just saying. And my, Mike in Boston is on 13 points. I'm on 12. And uh, the guests, which are Mike, uh, North Bank, Johnny, Trev Ford, and Steve, uh, they're on 10. So we're doing all right. It's all still tight. There's still quite a lot to go for. Um, uh we're talking about loser and we're talking about a few different bits and pieces um i don't know if you guys have noticed but on the facebook page i don't think i've put on twitter yet but um we started instagram and johnny from the north bank and scunny mike are going to help us out with that uh but i started um a youtube channel as well so i'm putting our little clips on youtube so if you do want to uh follow us and subscribe on youtube it's guns and yellow ribbons quite as easy as that really be good to have you on there uh what we told we 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 were talking about um do we what do you want to do do you want to carry on with the the ramble debate or do you want to talk about a general roundup who who wants to who wants to say which way you want to go do, do you want to go to carry on with arsenal or do we look at elsewhere anyone know anything about that al marion well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, uh, he, Marry, he's on that. Almiron. Almiron. I don't know. Is this I'm the like way that. to Almiron? <laughs> Listen, like, Scunny, I've told you, like, offline, I told you, do not let Fergus influence you. Why aren't you listening, bro? Why I'm you, listening. Why I'm are listening. you letting this guy influence Wagner. you? Sigurdsson. Sesson Young. Just don't Shame. let this I, I didn't say Sessegnon. I, you know, I mean, he won't me that. That was Sigurdsson over there. <laughs> but just finishing off on the Rambo thing, though, should 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 we keep him? No. If it depends, depend. if we if we're gonna play, look, 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 Lacazette and Awobi have both come out and said that they'd like him yes. to stay. Of course, they're gonna say that. Of course, they're gonna say that. That's that's their teammate. Of course, they're gonna. Yeah, they say didn't say that, it about but... Sanchez, though, did they? Oh, but fuck him. He's having a great time over there in Manchester. But what I'm saying is if Ramsey does not fit in the side, which I don't think he does at a minute, then you got to go, bro. Sim- as simple as that. Okay. Okay. Right, we'll move on from that one. So, who is Arsenal target Miguel Almiron? Almiron. Almiron. Jesus Christ. Almiron. Well, look, it's Al- A-L-M-I-R-O-N. Almiron. Almiron. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I'll stick with Miguel. Yeah, stick, Miguel. stick with Miguel. Miguel. Yeah, that's, that's a lot easier. Sam Miguel. <laughs> I bet you wish you had one right now. 
Uh, yeah, I need one. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we've got enough edits so, already. <laughs> so, so, listen, listen. Um, normally, in my view, players... <sighs> Wayne Rooney had a great career in the Premier League. Um, he scored a wonder goal to, on, on his debut against Arsenal when he was playing with Everton. He uh, ended up going to Man United with England. He, he done fantastically, but he went to the MLS. How often do you... I don't know if there is ever... I'm sure somebody will stat me out, but I, I, it's not often that you get somebody come from the MLS to, to, um, to the Premier League. Or if they do... It is via, like, maybe their youth squad and they get picked up by um, another team in Europe and they make their way there. But who is this guy? Um, well, I mean, just on the other point, I mean, you've got uh, DeAndre Yedlin, who I think played for Seattle and then he went to went to the scum and now he's at Newcastle. Um, right back. Haven't we got, uh, we've got an American guy who went to uh, Rangers as well and... Uh, um, begins with a Y as well. Fuck me. Don't worry. Move on. Mm. But I, I think I think the thing with the MLS now, because there's so much more money in it, I think they're you know they can they can have a pull on these you know talented players from you know South America because I think uh, Almiron is he Mexican or Brazilian? Um, or he's he played more, uh, Paraguayan. Paraguayan, and he played for Lanus, I think. Um, yes, he did from January 2017. And where are Lanus based? Oh, oh, Argentina. Yeah, so, so I mean, they've got... I think the MLS can have a pull on these talented youngsters. And I think because of the lifestyle over there as well, I think that might be a lot a, a lot more appealing to, to players to, to have a big shot in the MLS on a big payday and a sort of real flamboyant lifestyle than come and play second fiddle in the Premier League. So... I think where the money has changed in the MLS, I think that might be why there's there's gone because there's some there is some talent out there, but it's it's then will it will it happen in the Premier League? He's in the MLS. He scored. He's played thirty two games in the MLS. He scored twelve goals, thirteen assists, and it's two hundred and thirty minutes per uh, per goal. So midfield player. But do we need another fucking midfield player? But the thing is, he can he he can he. Plays as as a as a winger and as a and as a ten. Um, I mean, I've I've used him a few times on FIFA last couple of FIFAs, um, and on there he's down as a winger or a centre attacking mid. Um, and I think there's a few reports and scout reports that say he he plays on either wing or behind a, the central striker. So I think if we're buying him, it must be with a point to play him play him on the wing. I think from what I've read, though, he at Atlanta he plays as a number ten. I think he's played all across, but he—I mean, his his squad number is ten. No, I know his squad number is ten, but I think he plays at ten as well as an attacking midfielder. That's what I don't understand about mm. that. Honestly, although saying that, I mean, there's there's an I've just just got, I've got it up on Google. There's an article. I mean, it's by the Metro, so say no more. But set to sign fifteen million striker is like he's not a fucking striker. So. I uh, think if you look on the fan forum, I did tag. Well, I didn't tag anyone on it, but I tagged it on. The oh, was that? Did you put Sky it on the forum Sports, as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The Sky, Sky Sports, Sports one. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think I think if he does come, uh, considering the gems that you know we've had a couple of gems since Sven has has been in, I think give him a shot and it, hope that we play him as a winger. 
to be fair, the right don't right looking at it, and and when I saw that he was another attacking midfielder, I thought, Jesus, we we really don't need another one. But then at at the same time, um, Ozil is not getting any younger, right? And Mkhitaryan is not getting any younger either. True. So we're going to need somebody in that position. I know people are looking at Smith Rowe, and I'm not even too sure what Smith Rowe's best position is. He's a number fair. 10. You think he's he a plays 10? better in attacking mid, definitely. Yeah. Number 10 role. <sighs> so, uh, it's the way he runs at players. Jesus. Yeah. He looks like a Freddie Lundberg. Yeah, don't he just? But then again, he's the one who's trading him at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, oh, correct, correct, yeah, correct. That's very true. But yeah. I mean, look, okay, we don't we don't need another number ten. We don't need another attacking midfielder, and especially if we're gonna let go of Ramsey in January, if he does go in January, again, only to replace him with another square peg. And no, I wouldn't be happy with that. We need a wide player. No, I'm the same. I agree. Uh, we the, need a wide player. I've been in discussion with a few people on different social media groups and so on, and about what we need and who we need. Uh, in the January stroke um, summer transfer window, and they're saying, oh, we need a centre-back, we need a winger. And I said, no, we need a left-back cover, first of all, because um, you're talking about uh, earlier, Manny, you mentioned we were concentrated on Sanchez and Ozil contract and ignored... Um, the Ramsey contract, but you also got Czech's contractors running out at the end of this season. You've also got uh, Monreal's contractors running out at the end of the season, and you've also got um, Welbeck's contracts running out at the end of this season. Mm. But um, Monreal leaving, we need at least one left back because Kolasniak is not good enough to be. Uh, he's a he's a left winger in my view rather than a left back because he likes to get too forward. You... That's the style of play that we're playing though. If you look at yeah. Bellerin as well, you could argue that. Yeah, but we need we need another centre back so we can play a proper three at the back because I think they try that out in a three and drop it into a five. We talked about it in the last podcast uh, out in uh, Azerbaijan, and if we got holding, maybe Socrates, somebody get the phone. Steve, you are a nightmare. He's looking, um, for the, he's looking for those D's nuts, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably uh, yeah what, people, what people won't realise is we've already had Steve's sister. I don't know how much of this will stay in the edit or not, but Steve's sister is coming in and equivalently of um, photobombed, but podcast bombed him. And when we switched at the break into uh, when we had that technical thing, um, Steve's dad shouted up the stairs. What did he shout up, Steve? Do's nuts! <laughs> just Fucking idiots. <laughs> to- yeah. Totally, totally ruined where we were. But um, we got Nelson out on loan and doing really, oh, really so well. I'm so looking forward to him coming back. Yeah, so a, a Wobi has grown into... So do we really need to buy a winger right now? Ooh. Yes! I think yes. I think we just need that little bit more of an experienced winger. We do. And, and a Wobi... Then, then a Wobi's got to fuck off. And no, Nelson's well, got... No, no a Wobi plays so well as a 10. Sorry, sorry, Mike. Yeah, I was just a about to say A plays so well as a 10 and Before cut... Before you interrupted so... me with these nuts. <laughs> so, I th- yeah, and I think Nelson. I mean, isn't he playing? Isn't he playing uh, as a striker out there? I know, I know his squad number is number nine, but isn't he playing as a striker when he I comes he's on? Playing as a winger. No, I think he's playing as just a winger. But I'd have yeah. to have a look into that. 
Mm. I, I I've only seen a couple of his goals. Um, but He's only scored two. Yes. Yeah, they're the, they're the two I've seen. Um, so, I, ha- I mean, I haven't watched any matches that he's he's been involved in. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's still young. So even if he's around the squad and we do bring in a, a world-class winger, then he's he's still going to progress and he's still going to play the games. Don't necessarily need a world-class winger. I just think we need an experienced winger. Someone who knows a bit, you know what I mean? Just keep it out wide a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, keep the width in the team. Sorry, money. De- no, definitely. And we were we were talking about about Iwobi, right? And yes, he's he's good as a ten, but what he's added to his game this season, I haven't seen um, before. He's got that trickery, right? About him, he can he can beat a man with a nutmeg, and and he's direct and he's he's pacey, and whether he can keep the width or not, that that's you know that's we we need to find out in the future, but. I think that having him out there for the time being is good, but we we still need somebody on that right wing because right now we don't have anybody who can play, you know, on the right wing and who can hug that touchline and, and make the pitch as wide as possible. So I, we need a well, we need Smith. A right Ro- Smith Rowe can do that. He yeah, but he 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 doesn't he's do the defensive at side of midfielder. He, not he a, is not a winger. He is. I don't think he's. I don't think he's got the pace to play out on the wing. I don't think he's got that little bit of trickery to play out on the wing. I think he'll be in the middle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. He's definitely better suited to the middle because he can just run at players, and I think it scares a bit. It scares people, doesn't it? That did especially this day and age. Did mm. you guys? Did you guys see um, stuff about? There was quite a bit around about we got our Arsenal back. Oh boy! And they talked about whether it was being disrespectful um, uh, to. To vengerous, I suppose, or was it a compliment to saying like after that goal, the floor's open. Hmm. I, I think two things. Right? I think one because of the goal we scored, and we hadn't seen Arsenal play that type of football and scored that type of goal in a while. But two, we may go a bit deeper than that. Just the atmosphere. Right, and then the feel-good factor around the club, and that little bit of uni, dare I say it, um, amongst the fans. So I think I think those that that's what they meant. I don't think it was a dig at the at the previous regime. I just feel like there's such a good feeling around the club at the minute that the fans are just happy to be going to Arsenal again and then seeing the team perform and seeing the and seeing results. That that that's mm-hmm. it. I agree. It's nice to see some confidence in the team, and the confidence in the team pushes out to the confidence in the fans. Well, we 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 had a, a, a little debate in preparation for um, in doing this because, listen, in fairness, this podcast is probably a, quite a hard one because we've only had one game uh, to. Well, it's an easy one in, in the sense that we can have a great debate, but to try and have content and valuable content, it's harder. And um, I ask the lads like you know what you want to talk about and what you think is good and we come um manny and johnny also um touched on uh we we got our arsenal back and uh, johnny basically said it was it was more about uh, the arsenal way we're playing the arsenal way okay wenger installed that it failed uh, as the league invo- evolved uh but now it's a new approach and we've evolved as a team or we look like we're evolving as a team 
and we're getting back into the way that uh, Arsenal play. I, I was talking to some friends um, who are, I think, West Ham, Tottenham and uh, Man United, uh, the friends I was talking about uh, today, and then we're talking about the Ramsey goal, and the Man United guy, goal, uh, the Man United guy just went, that was just a typical Arsenal goal. And I think that's what was meant about we got our mm. Arsenal back and we've got the feeling that somebody gives a fuck. Uh, the players give a fuck. The manager gives a fuck. And I, I, I think I think that's where it's coming from. I don't think there was any slant. There is still shit got on about people who say what a former manager should or shouldn't have done and what he is or what he isn't. But in time, that will all settle down and he will still be recognised as one of the greatest managers ever that managed our club. Um, mm. But we're on to a new area, new manager. And listen, Man United are four managers in and they're still fucked up. We look like we're okay. Yeah, yeah. Man United are shit. Agree. Like, they're shit. I don't care what anyone says. They're shit. Oh, look, we came back to beat Newcastle 3 2. We showed them to have they Newcastle? No, they haven't. No, they haven't. They haven't. And they were tuning up. New Man United what? are rubbish. They're rubbish. We're nine games in. And our team looks more unified now than it did look at nine games into last season. Yeah, mm. with a manager who was there for 22 years. We've got a manager who's there for 22 weeks, if that. Not, not even that long. And mm. and we look like we're... I, I, I talk to... I, I live in, in Essex, so it's West Ham, Tottenham, and uh, a few Chelsea around here. But I, I talk to people and I come along and say, look, the, the top four... And we, we can touch on it. The media, actually, this is totally off what we had on the agenda. The, the media talking about um, our Arsenal uh, title contenders. We're one point off the top of the league. Okay, there's goal difference, but we're one point off the top of the league. We're Two fourth in the point. league. Who the fuck would have thought Arsenal off the beginning of this season... And after getting smashed by City, unlucky against uh, Chelsea, who would have thought that we'd end up being um, fourth and one point off the top? People talking about Arsenal as title contenders, question mark, huge question mark, but talking about us as uh, title contenders. You know, there's something changed among the, the the team the ethos the it, it's all about we're together we graft together it's a team of sixteen players uh, and again Johnny I, I, that only came into my head but Johnny mentioned about Barcelona they do a team of sixteen sort of players that, and there's a core team and we are rotating all the time listen I'm talking a lot somebody else come in and 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 and, and say if you agree disagree or, or add to what I'm saying Ooh, we're not title contenders no not yet. Not yet. No, I'm going to say, yeah, let's wait till we play a couple of the other top teams. Like, we've got Liverpool coming up soon. Yeah, I think in the next couple of months, haven't we? Spurs as well, or Spurs. Mm. Yeah, I, sure. yeah, I, I, and United, I've, I think, early that, December. I've not Sorry. said that we are, um, me personally, I've not said we're title contenders. I'm just saying the media are there saying, are we title contenders? And questioning. We've got, we've got a tough run of games coming up as well, you know, mm-hmm. after, after Leicester. Oh yeah, I think we've got some quite you know, it's four or five we've got games. Palace, Liverpool. Yeah, well, we've got four or five games in short space of time. I think that'll tell. After that, I think yeah. that should tell a bit I more think, about it. I think if we get a result against Liverpool and Spurs, then there is no reason. If we if we if we do the right things in Jan, there is no reason why we couldn't be there 
challenging in May. But we do have to wait until this next string of games because we have got Spurs, Liverpool, United. Um, We've got to see how we how we you know fare against the big boys. United, you know what? United, I wouldn't be that worried about. Um, Yes and no. The the, the big the big test for me would be Liverpool on the third of November. I think. Yes. That evening kickoff. We've got them in quite quick succession, haven't we? We've got them on the third of November, and then as and then on. End of December. Yeah, uh, yeah. December the Middle yeah 28th? the thirty the twenty ninth twenty eighth twenty eighth twenty ninth yeah, yeah. and we got we got Spurs at home and in between and Man United but the other teams that we've got in fairness that's always been our case we we're lose we 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 previously have lost games where we would hmm. we would have thought we would have won like we 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 talked about it previously. There's games that we played against Watford and Everton. If we played them last season, we would have lost them. Mm. I agree. I think, I think looking at the, the fresh management run. and stale management, you're telling me mm. it's, it is that there. It's we, these are the games that we should be winning, which so far we are doing. But again, like you say, last couple of years we probably would have either drawn or lost. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like the Wolves game coming up, you know, last year I wouldn't have been confident going up against. Wolves, considering how how good a start they've had, I'd be like they're they're going to nick this because Arsenal wouldn't have had the bottle to to stand up and really go for it. Oh, agreed. And I want to go back to something Fergus said, and that togetherness, right? And and you see the players celebrating together. You see them defending as a unit, and I think Emery has a lot to do with that. I mean, if you saw his face, you know, at halftime um, during the Fulham game, he looked pissed so you just knew he was going to go in there and you felt that the players were going to respond right and that's exactly what happened so we just need to keep plugging away i wish the media wouldn't talk about us though because that just puts pressure on the club and that puts pressure on the players i I think i think I, i think it's media coverage so that when we fuck up they can just bash us again this is the thing we're not the media darlings are we so Never we're always going to be them, that team that's either doing well or when we when we do eventually fuck up, and I hope we don't, touch wood, you know what I mean? They're just going to jump straight on our backs straight away. Spurs and were hell shit. Forever. Spurs were shit at the weekend against Brighton, and they were lucky to get through. Yeah. Well, they're the, well, they're the media darlings, aren't they? And, yeah, they're still fine. It was Cardiff that they were playing, Fergie. Yeah, was, was it Cardiff? Cardiff or- yeah. Oh, I was Cardiff. blue, yeah, but I, I, you know what? I'm used to Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember seeing Cardiff in red, but yeah, the blue. Yeah, it was Cardiff. Yeah, who was who played? Who played Brighton? I don't know. They, I know mm. they won. I think they won one nil. Oh, they played West Ham. That's it. They played West Ham. Ah, that Friday. was the Friday night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why it made an influence because around here. So, um, the only game that stuck out for me over the weekend, by our result, was there was a four nil win for Jesus. Bournemouth against Watford, and you know everyone was going, "Oh, Watford are doing fantastically." <laughs> wow, that was that. <laughs> that was a result and a half. Bournemouth destroyed them, didn't they? Rip them to shreds. Absolutely. And anybody watch the Liverpool City game? I did. Terrible. Awful. (laughs) Terrible. You know what? Mares must have watched E.T. when he was a kid. And he just must have had a flashback when he went up to take that penalty because he wanted to nick that alien down. That penalty was (laughs) terrible. (laughs) 
that was, <laughs> there, was a pic- there was a picture on uh, Facebook I saw um, there was a shooting star and a man and a son and the dad was pointing so look son that's uh, Mahrez's penalty <laughs> in, in, in fairness it was a horrendous penalty but Terrible. you know what the, it was the, the best one- bit was is he wouldn't give up the ball to let Jesus have it <laughs> he's like no I'm having it I'm having it oops twat <sighs> You know what? As much as he fuck, he done us a favour because uh, a draw, but us into this sort of scenario that we're ahead of Spurs by goal difference. I can tell you a funny story about that. I was it? I was in the pub. All my stories start that way. We're four one, and I need to go for a wee. And I pass by a Spurs fan, and I go, "Oh, can I just show you something? It's very important. I show you this." And I showed him a picture of the league, and Arsenal were above Tottenham. And he went, uh, mate, fuck off. That's only because alphabet, alphabetically, A and T and everything else. I said, yeah, yeah, but, you know, still aesthetically, we're above you. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're level, we're level, we're level. They'll never come out of that shadow, no, no, mate. No, 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 no. So I go for a piss. I come back. I sit down, take a sip out of my beer. Aubameyang scores the fifth. And I shout over to the guy, Oi, Dean, ain't fucking alphabetical now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet he loves that. But oh, can, I, can, pop- I, can, I, can I go completely off topic? No, no, right? no. Before, before, before you do, because okay. uh, we're talking about Mares, I want to give a shout out to Mares um, and Man City because it's shown a bit of class. They, they sent a message to that young 12 year old boy who survived the Indonesian uh, mudslide thing. And he's going he's gonna to sign, send a signed shirt over. That's humility. That's what these guys, they earn fucking millions, but. They're in touch. That, I saw mm. that when I was in the gym, and it was great. But I'll, t- I'll tell you this, my moment of the weekend, and yes, Arsenal, you know, Thrash and Fulham was one of them, but watching Fergus's fellow countryman get his ass kicked all over Vegas in the UFC. It's a football. It's a football. No, no, no. I know it's a football podcast, but I just have to throw that in there because it was great. It was superb. Um, I'm pretty sure none of you watch UFC, but you should just yeah, watch yeah, that I fight. Watched it. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Oh man! What, what was it. more enjoyable was the fight afterwards. Oh, bro! I was sitting. I was like laying in bed watching this. I couldn't believe what had gone on. And the thing is, he had every right to go over that cage because the guy was cussing his religion. He, and that was he went over that cage. Christ! It was there one one minute it was in the octagon, next minute it was out. It and the subsequent awesome. the subsequent fight afterwards in the, um, the octagon two. No, 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 not the octagon two. The one that was out in the concourse. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that prick deserved knocking out. For for people who haven't seen it, Manny shared it on his uh, own Facebook um, group. It was an Irish guy, and it was all the Irish. And the Irish generally, yeah, we 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 have a drink, and we're ole 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 Ireland Ireland. And this guy was he was wankered. And mm-hmm. he came up and he started another guy who was an Asian guy. And the Asian guy was a little bit aggressive and chucked a, a punch at him. And, and and correct me if I'm wrong. This is my interpretation of what I, I saw. A little bit aggressive and chucked a punch at him and everything else. And the other guy tried to punch. And afterwards, he came back in. The Irish guy came back in after being told to fuck off, basically. Um, and he came back in and he spat in the guy's face. Mm. And with that... The Asian guy just smacked his nose right across his face. And good fucking riddance too. Listen, yeah. I love, I'm proud of being Irish. I like a beer. We have a laugh and we we don't get aggressive. Um, that's the way we do it. That prick deserves knocking out and showing up. 
that was hilarious. Uh, you know what? To be fair, I loved the whole thing. Minus, you know, the whole spitting incident, but, you know, the octagon and the fight outside of the octagon and all of that. I loved it because I love when people in high positions act stupid because it just reminds me and it lets me know that it doesn't matter how high you are, you still have those moments of stupidity. It makes them look human. I loved it. Keep going. I love the drama. Hell yeah. Loved it. <laughs> loved one, it. One Amazing. other thing. Just... Who saw that? Who's just seen the article that uh, Thierry Henry is about to become Monaco manager? Oh God! Wow! Yeah. No, it's not. Is that gonna happen, or is it gonna be another Aston Villa fiasco? Uh, uh, you know what? I think he's just been hawked around everywhere. He's like he's like some cheap <laughs> slut at the minute, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you know what? Just somebody give him a job. Okay, somebody give him a job and let him earn his stripes. If it's Monaco, that would be great for him because that's where he started mm. his career. Well, so. Yeah, Jardim's been sacked, so... Well, they are he he, he will not get a Champions League management job as his first job. End of. Okay. I don't know. Monaco are struggling. They are. They are struggling. Look at yeah, Zidane. They sold all their players. That's their what? model. Yeah. Well, that was that was bound to happen. That's the same thing that's going to happen to Dortmund as well because they've got a great crop of players right now. In two, three years, half of them will be gone. That's just how it is. Like an American kid fi- there. I think final he's a point, he's guys. Final point. Um, and then we'll close on this. What's your thoughts on this? It's linked to Fulham very loosely. The owner of Fulham wants to buy Wembley. Uh, there is a vote of the 120 members of the um, committee around Wembley uh, on the 24th of October to sell Wembley. Would you sell or keep? One word. Keep? Yeah, keep. I'd go keep. On, I'd go sell. Come on, don't sell your soul to another American. Have you, have you idiots not learned? No, 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 no. no, no. W- w- Wembley was wasn't owned by the FA prior to they bought the old Wembley to pull it down and then redevelop it. Before that, it was owned by an independent company with don't caveats to, on how it was used. Don't sell it to another, to another American. No. No. Don't do that. Keep it. No. I, okay. If right. the FA are losing money because they're not doing anything with Wembley, then they need to start promoting it better and putting all these uh, We'll have NFL. the FA Cup third round in there next. Yeah. Just yeah, the, they need to fix the pitch as well. It looks disgusting. It's a spuds are playing on it. <laughs> Listen, boys, we've well overstayed our welcome. Um, this has taken a lot longer than we expected, mainly due to... Uh, these nuts. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> which is Steve's family. Thank you very much, Mr. Steve and uh, Madam Steve. Uh, we really appreciate your input, not. Um, but <laughs> I, I appreciate uh, your input, Steve. Thank you very much for joining us again. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Mike, as always, hey up, lad. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Manny. Yes, sir. It was a pleasure to hear you smiling, and you can hear you smiling. <laughs> I'm always smiling. Yeah, you're getting better. You're getting better. And better. I'm always smiling. Yeah, you're getting better. Listen, up the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal. And just finally, before we finish, we do have a little half-hour episode coming up. Myself and Mike. It's called Style Over Substance. Uh, we'll have it up over the weekend, so I hope you enjoy that one. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Hope you enjoyed the show. This is an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Up the Arsenal. Arsenal.
You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.